Attention in the jungle, all lights, sound, and animation to start immediately. Please stand clear. Hey, hey welcome. welcome. Welcome to the jungle, everybody. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Oh, this will be fantastic. Uh, welcome. Uh, I'm your co-host, TK. And, uh, and I'm your co-host, David Dr. Skipper Marley. Ooh, Dr. Skipper. Uh, yes. For the first time in forever, let's introduce ourselves again. Go for it. Uh, okay, I'm TK. Uh, many of you know me from The Lounge, uh, where I croon Sinatra tunes uh, weekly on the Twitch and soon to be the YouTube and maybe even the Instagram. Uh, although, don't quote me on that because who the hell knows? Uh, so I do that. Uh, and uh, many of you in a past life may know me from Skipper Standup. Where uh, the lovely uh, Doctor Skipper put that together, and uh, even even greater past life, uh, I did a podcast with uh, our good friend uh, Joey Hurley. Yeah, called uh, Joey and Trevor talk to each other. So I'm yeah. thrilled the bits to be uh, on a, a podcast again and uh, talking into a mic without the threat of having to croon a song. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm David Doctor Skipper Marley. You may know me from the Jungle Cruise, where I work used to work and that I write books about and make art about my life pretty much revolves around an attraction. I worked out for three years. And That's, how long have you not worked at the attraction uh, coming up on 18 years? Oh my God. It's, I, it's however old my oldest daughter is. That's okay. How, not that I'm still bitter at her, but is she the reason you left the jungle? She is the reason oh. she is the reason I had a real job and I had Disneyland and I had a baby. <laughs> I thought I got to give something up. You know and, what the problem with babies is they don't work for a long time. They, this one still doesn't work. Really? So yeah. Yeah, it's too old to sell. (laughs) I mean, that's debatable in some southern states. Exactly. Yes, that's true. Right out the gate. Let's offend the south or Utah. Yeah, or Utah. Utah. Uh, I'm sorry. I interrupted your. No, I was going to do a joke about Saudi Arabia. So yours is much less offensive. (laughs) So thank you. You, You've already saved the show. (laughs) We can't edit. It's like a bullet train. Once it leaves the station, it's just what happens, happens. That's right. I'm excited to be doing a podcast because I've been on, I've been on like 15 different podcasts and I have a lot of friends that listen to them. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. So when everybody, Hey, be on my show, I will listen to it for a while before I do it, but I don't habitually listen to any podcast. So I'm excited to finally be doing one. Yeah. So basically uh, to to kind of give you the the lay of the land, we're going to try our best to talk about uh, jungle cruise and Disney related stuff. But uh, we both have ADD. We are both uh, ex-skippers, and we both consistently veer off into any shiny territory that may uh, pop into our brains. Darn so, straight. So we'll see what happens. But with that, uh, I defer to you uh, yes. to, to start us off, Dave. Okay. What I wanted to talk about, uh, it's like an old man complaint okay. where, where there's things that bother you, and every year they bother you a bit more till you finally just have an unrational hatred of that. I like my hemorrhoids. Exactly. <laughs> You didn't care at the beginning no. and now you get worse and worse. You just think about it and how angry it makes you. My thing is, is, uh, and this is Disney related as well. Cause Disney's a big problem with this is holiday creep. Like my uncle. No, not like your uncle. Oh. Uh, no, uh, no, not like him. He was just a regular creep. Oh, okay. Um, but like how it's August and all the Halloween stuff is up. And oh. I was at Costco and they had half Halloween stuff, half Christmas stuff up. Okay. And I, Halloween's my favorite holiday. Yeah. Favorite. I'm at the very clear. I don't want to get any letters or postcards, however, <laughs> however people send messages these days, um, pony express donkeys, whatever. So Halloween is my favorite holiday. I don't want to hear about it before October 1st. Don't want to hear about it. That's too late. Like let it stay in its own lane. And the reason why is because Christmas takes up everything. Like 
Christmas, like if I could, I would take my Christmas tree out and have the decorations down December 26th. Like it's over, out the door, I'm done. And then like, I feel like New Year's gets kind of robbed because there's all this. And then Disney will drag Christmas out to the middle of January. Yeah. And every skipper I know that worked at Jingle Cruise was like, it's awful when it's almost Martin Luther King Day. And you're like, oh, look, it's Christmas. (laughs) I, 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 you know, I. I slightly agree with you. Okay. I slightly disagree. Okay. I, I do love going into to the store and seeing the Halloween stuff up early. I don't like the Christmas creeps encroaches on yeah, Halloween. On everything. Christmas can come right after Halloween because Thanksgiving yes. is just a large meal. That's, yes. that's not a holiday. Yes. Uh, so uh, that I'm down with. I will say I agree with the, uh, the Disneyland holiday creep. Oh. I love the Haunted Mansion. Uh, the haunted mansion's there for two and a half days, and then it's Nightmare Before Christmas again. Yes, and I love Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, it's fantastic! Um, but uh, uh, it, it's it, that, that's what's going to be for four months. I remember the, the late great Jerry York. Yes, said there's four months of the year when you don't want to go to Disneyland, and it's like September to mid January. It's like why even bother going? Because it's either all Halloween or it's all Christmas. Like people just want to see the park normally. Oh, okay. But it's like, it's designed more for locals. But if you're making your one and only trip to Disneyland and it looks like a Halloween and it's already there and it's still August, it was 97 degrees today in Anaheim <laughs> and they're putting up Halloween stuff. Disneyland was on fire today. It was. <laughs> and there actual, was snow on the castle. Actually on fire. <laughs> um, by the way, I was almost late here today. Yeah. Because left my house, there were three helicopters circling around my neighborhood over the freeway. And I thought if there's a car chase, I'm going back inside to watch it because I'm addicted to car chases. That's beside the point. So that's my thing. Holiday creep is I told my wife I was going to start putting up Easter decorations. She's like, why? I go, because evidently it doesn't matter. And then I'm going to put up Fourth of July decorations because we can just celebrate any holiday whenever we please. You're a historian, right? Yes, I am. Do you know, uh, sir? What's what's the deal? Because I would think from a biblical perspective, uh, the only Easter decoration should be a big boulder on your front lawn. Uh, what's what's right? with the egg and the bunny? That's all from the Romans. Is it? And the Renaissance. It's all fertility. What? Because rabbits have lots of babies and eggs are. It's the spring fertility festival. What? Just like having trees in your house, you're actually helping. You're praying to the god Odin, the the, the Norse god. Oh, okay. Uh, Christianity. As a matter of fact, December 25th was the day of the death of the sun. And like two days before it, there was a day called Juvenalia, which was gifts for children. And. The Christians couldn't get the pagans to stop celebrating the death of the sun. So they went, that's when Jesus was born. <laughs> they just made it because the New Testament implies he was born in the springtime. They're oh. like, who cares? December 25th, dead of winter. So all of there's so much paganism just stuck on all these religious holidays. Interesting. That people aren't even aware of. Yeah. Doesn't and, have. And what does the Cadbury egg represent? Um, deliciousness. Oh, there I you guess. go. I will this agree podcast with that. Sponsored by Cadbury. Oh my God. If they're listening. <laughs> If that, if that damn bunny, chicken bunny is listening, <laughs> poop me out one of those eggs. Right. Uh, by the way, Juvenalia, trademark that name for a kid's app. Good God. Yeah. That sounds. All dumb. right. For one of my bad apps or like a good app? I, I think it would be a good app. A kid's okay. learning app. Juvenalia. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or that, or it sounds like a terrible disease. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Billy? Oh, he got Juvenalia. Oh my God. Juvenalia. Oh, wow. wow. No cure for that. That's so young. It's. <laughs> So ancient Roman of him to get that. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Uh, Disneyland needs to cool it on just uh, seven months of 
of Christmas and Halloween. Because it's one department that gets a big budget for doing it. Yeah. So they push it farther and farther out. I um, will say, though, love me some Christmas at Disneyland. Nothing makes me happier. It's nice. Yeah. Just keep it to December. Yes. And well, then I'll let you keep it till November. The, November, December. No. December, no? December 1st. No, like no, the day no. after Thanksgiving, you can put it up. Thanksgiving, we like I was saying, Thanksgiving's not a real holiday. So right after Halloween, it's Christmas season. That's too early for me. Mm. And I know I'm, I know I'm in the minority on this. I know people <laughs> will not, and I, I accept the fact. No one likes my music <laughs> that I that I listen to. No one likes the clothes I wear. I've, I've accepted that. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, holiday creep. It goes everywhere. It does. And it's just too much. Every holiday is just too much. Just let us enjoy. Like people are excited about the fall coming. I'm like, it's August. Let's enjoy the summer. Well, you like the heat though. I do, but let's enjoy this season we're in. Let's not enjoy seasons that aren't here yet. It's the grass is greener. Let's be there when we're there. I'm ready. Let's let's get rid of summer now. I'm ready for fall. Maybe it's my love of existentialism. You got to be where you are in the moment. I mean, I don't know. That's a good way to go about things. I don't know. Uh, I'm just constantly, okay. I'm ready for candy. I'm ready for Turkey. Uh, I'm ready to watch, uh, old, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, parades where the, uh, the balloons try to kill people. Oh uh, yeah. Those are always fun. Always fun. Always fun. That's, that's the sad part about the Thanksgiving parade lately is they've really, uh, fine tuned, not <laughs> flinging people with those balloons. <laughs> it makes me real sad. There's gotta be a danger element to the parades. There should be stu- higher stunt people. To hold those balloons and, and make it a little dangerous. Yeah, get flat in the air. Oh my That'd be awesome, Mr. Macy. If you're listening, uh, you're probably you've probably been dead for a hundred years. Probably, but yeah, I think he uh, died in the Titanic. <laughs> did he? I don't know. One of them did. Was he? <laughs> was he the old sad couple that was uh, Mr. Bloomingdale's or Mr. Sears or Mr. They cuddle in May bed. Company? I think I don't know. Yeah, I remember that old couple. You think he tried to like? Oh, let's uh, cop hey. the feel. Yeah, he did right before. There's not a man alive. <laughs> Uh, uh, let me, uh, I don't know if that was the best way to start the show with me complaining about holiday creep, but you know, it was on my list. Here's the thing. And I guess there should be a warning. Uh, we, uh, I love me, uh, all the Disney podcasts. They all have something great to offer. Yes. Many of them are on the positive side. You're going to get a, a healthy mix of both on, on ours. I think. Yeah. I think we both love Disney, but we're not afraid to critique it. No. Where other ones are like, everything they do is awesome. Yeah. It's like we're going to charge you a thousand dollars not to punch you in the face when you walk in the gate. That's awesome. <laughs> Although at Knott's Berry Farm, it's free. It's free with, with just bring some unruly teenagers. That's right. Just go on and, a Saturday. And it's just chaos. <laughs> you want to get punched in the face? Come to Knott's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, let me, uh, let me uh, throw out a, a little subject. Go for it. I'm going to try. Uh, this is actually Disney related as well. All right. I, I want to talk about Toontown. Oh, do it. I want, I want to talk about Toontown. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited and slightly disappointed. Uh, it's a combo of both. Uh, have you seen the Toontown plans that they're doing? I have not. They're ripping down <laughs> Toontown. Really? Yeah. It's, 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 it's essentially the plot of who framed Roger rabbit, except they're rebuilding it. Okay. Um, they ripped it all out. They're putting in a park greenery. They, they got rid of the, uh, the Chippendales, uh, Vomit box. Yeah, yeah. The urine, yeah, yeah. the urine pit. <clears throat> yep. 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 <laughs> I interviewed somebody that worked there. Really? Said kids would throw up every couple minutes. Like a kid would vomit. They would have to clean the whole area out, wash all the balls, 
steam clean the whole area. And she said she was there to do it. It took like more than an hour to clean the whole area, dry it off. They fill it back with balls. The first kid that got in threw up. <laughs> How? Kids get very excited. Like my daughter wanted to just swing and swing. And she swung at the park. And she's like, I just want to keep swinging. And she got off and make you. And so we're walking back to the car and she just goes, I don't feel good. And just threw up everywhere. Because they're not aware of how their bodies work yet. So they're like, yeah. oh, maybe I shouldn't do this forever. And what's that weird feeling in my stomach? I don't know. And they just keep going. I guess. Yeah. You're, you, you've got five churros in you. Yep. And you're diving into a ball pit and you're running on nothing but Disney adrenaline. Oh my God. So there were kids that would pee, but mostly it was kids would vomit. It was just the ball pit, right? Yeah. It was a ball pit. You just hop on in yeah. and then vomit. Yeah. And then, vomit leave. And then get out. Yeah. It was a vomitorium. <laughs> Chippendale's vomitorium <laughs> is right. what it was. Right. <laughs> How Going back to our Roman juvenilia. That's theme. right. We're tying it together. That's what this podcast is really about. Is it's the ancient about, Romans. It's about ancient Romans and their holidays <laughs> and how they affect us today. God bless those pagans. Uh, so they are, they are gutting tune town. They're redoing it. Okay. Uh, I, and I'm going to get this out. I'm going to get this out in the world because it's going to happen. And I want it to be my idea. Do this it. is essentially my trademark. Toontown is a, a missed opportunity in my head. Uh, you got all these windows. TVs are, you can get a TV for 20 cents now. Why don't they have large screen TVs behind all these windows in Toontown playing tunes, moving around and going about their business? Right. That's the weirdest part. Toontown. It's like a ghost town. It should be the liveliest place there. If you watch the movie, every window, it was always filled with noise and sound and commotion. Right. It was great. That's why, that's why what's his face. Eddie hated going to Toontown. One of the reasons, because it was just so chaotic. (laughs) I did. What I missed about Toontown was the Jolly Trolley. Ah, yes. Because one time we were having a discussion years ago at the park about what would be the worst way to die at Disneyland. And we decided being run over by the Jolly Trolley. That would be. It kind of on a gimbal. So it slowly rocks back and forth and goes really slow and plays that happy music as it slowly crushes you. That would be the saddest way, but funniest way to die. It would be pretty funny. (laughs) Uh, It'd be even funnier if you were dressed like a clown. when it happened. (laughs) Because clowns are funny. They are. Clowns are funny. Nothing funnier than a clown getting run over. That's right. That's right. Jolly trolley would be the equivalent of like getting run over by the people mover. Like the people got murdered by the people mover. But slower and more funny. It would be. Yeah. It'd be even funnier if it stopped. Like they're like, stop the jolly trolley. (laughs) And it was still just kind of rocking (laughs) on the person, (laughs) just pushing them into the ground. (laughs) The people mover killed more people than any people, anything at Disneyland. Really? It's killed the most people. Oh my God. Yeah. I know it took out a couple people, but I didn't know it was the deadliest attraction. That's why on your video. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought you guys knew that. We must have. And I probably forgot. You said the historically vicious people mover. Historically vicious people. It's true. It's accurate. Yeah. I mean, and it's in its name. It's moving people. It's moving people to the great beyond. <laughs> it's dragging them. People dragger. Uh, well, that we can't call it the people dragger, but that's what it does. That, that name didn't test well. <laughs> awesome. uh, we had a, a mutual friend uh, that worked on that attraction that uh, wouldn't share anything about it when uh, they were building it. Ollie would say, or she uh, <laughs> would. All they would say. Oh, yeah. All they would say was, uh, uh, it's mind blowing. And at one point they write a hot dog over you, uh, which is all you really need to know. Right. Sold right there. Right. Have you seen a video of it? No. Oh no. my God. Uh, I just started following. It's like 4k Disney rides mm-hmm. and I don't like to watch the ones that I haven't been on. 
because I like to go in fresh. Okay. I don't want to know about movies I haven't seen yet or TV shows. I don't want to know about the rides. Yeah. It's like, I haven't seen a thing and won't on Rise of the Resistance. Oh, you I haven't still, been on it. I have not been on it. Okay. So I don't want to know because I like going in uh, I, fresh. I, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but. But it's Star I, Trek, right? It's no, Spock, I, I found Mr. it Spock a little shit. weird because the entire ride, you wait in line. And when you get up to the front of the line, Luke Skywalker's there and he doesn't want to go on an adventure. So you don't really do anything. You just exit after that. Oh, wow. That's yeah. A bummer. It's kind of a bummer. You don't even go to Anchorhead for parts. <laughs> no, God. no uh, he just uh, he lives on an island. You end up on the island and then he uh, says, I don't want to do that. And then they uh, you exit into a gift shop. Okay. You don't even milk these weird animals for their blue no, milk. You no, even, no, you can do that, but it's extra. Oh, it's, yeah. of course. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. So it's it's kind of a it's a melancholy ride. OK. Yeah. Right. You, you're meant to reflect on life's meaning. Yeah. And, once you've blown up the Death Star twice, what else is there in life? He like, basically just says, remember Star Tours? And then <laughs> let's just remember how fun Star Tours was. <laughs> I uh, hate Star Tours. Oh, you hate it? hate it. I like the original. It doesn't belong in Tomorrowland. Okay. I agree Star, with that. Star Wars a long time ago. Yeah. The very first sentence, thereby nullifying the fact that it's in Tomorrowland. And I don't like it now because here you are in Return of the Jedi. Oh, now we're in the first prequel. Oh, yeah. It's like, are we also time traveling as well? Like. Pick a. It'd be cool if it was like this. This trip is all from the prequel. This trip's all from the sequel. Oh yeah, yeah. And it would that if they kept it random, right? On one ride. Well, that the new one's just hot garbage. It's it's just too much. I was hoping they would tear it out now that Star Wars Land is there. When I was a kid, uh, when it first opened, uh, my friend at school, uh, I distinctly remember us getting in an argument because he was trying to convince me that the entire ride was a roller coaster that you were an enclosed thing. <laughs> and then there was just a video screen in front. I'm like, I was trying to explain to him. Cause I was really into the oh, motion yeah? simulator. Oh, so you knew. Yeah, I knew. I'm oh. like, Oh my, no, no, you're wrong. It's a motion simulator. He's like, shut up. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> I'm sure there probably still are people that think it's a roller coaster. Yeah. Somehow. I knew people that didn't believe the canoes were real. I interviewed some canoe guys and they're like, Oh, this is all controlled by wires. What? And I'm like, they're like, oh, it's got a motor underneath it. Like, no, it, it doesn't. And one, one guy that uh, I interviewed for Skipper Stories, it was a, a skip, was a canoe guy. People wouldn't believe me. He's all right, pick a, pick a rock and I will drive this into any rock you pick. Like, we'll bounce it. Like, pick one. And he would, he would steer it over and like, we'll do that. He goes, once he even like, because you can do a whole like 360 with the canoe. Okay. He goes, well, it's just on a track. You were, you were pushing buttons with your feet. And like, these guys wouldn't. Oh my God. And the last time I was on it with my daughter, we're rowing and the people from us, this is on a track. And I'm like, no, it's not in a track. Like, well, we know it's on a track. And I said, I used to work here. It's not on a track. And they're like, well, he's just keeping secrets for Disney. It's on a track. <laughs> and I'm like, and those people didn't get vaccinated and now they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think about people I bet in my life that were that stupid. You know. Yes. I'm like, those, I bet they didn't get vaccinated and they're dead. Yeah. That was a little, that was a little chlorine for the gene pool. They're, right they're there. either dead or in Congress. <laughs> That's no right. In between. That's right. <laughs> oh, there is no middle ground. <laughs> I, uh, I never went on the canoes. I only went on it once because that's a lot of work and I don't want to do that. Love the canoes. It's all upper body strength. I have yeah. little, I have little, uh, crooner arms, little graphic <laughs> design crooner noodle arms. Yeah. So yeah, all they got to do is hold up a mic. You ever did the Disney canoe races? No, God, oh, no. those were so fun. Getting to the park while it's still dark, always a joy. <sighs> and then you're there in the boats. You race them in the opposite direction to make it fair, but the canoe guys are going to kill you and you know it. Absolutely. And there's always like teams from Disney studios 
because you can tell they're not dressed right. And they're all a little too old to be there as a team. <laughs> and you can tell they're very uncomfortable, but they're like, well, they thought it'd be fun to try it. Didn't the Jungle Cruise perform poorly? As Every, year. Every year. Uh, I was on the first team that that didn't get disqualified during training. Hey. For the past four or five years in a row, we've been disqualified during training, usually for hitting a phantasmic float. Uh, one year, I know for a fact that caused damage to one of the phantasmic <laughs> floats that was like right in the front of the t- of. Tom Sawyer's Island that yeah. faces there's little boxes that yeah, there, yeah. So they just tagged one and pulled it free. Oh my God. Uh, so, um, and the fun thing about, want me to tell you the story about it? Absolutely. I was the oldest guy in the boat. I was like in my mid thirties and I thought all oh, these kids are like in their early twenties, they're going to kill me. And so, cause I was the biggest guy. They put me in the middle where it's the widest. Okay. So when you switch, you have to go to the other side. So I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to go as hard as I can just to keep up with these kids. So I'm going, I'm pushing so hard. I almost threw up at the end. Like I leaned over the side of the boat waiting to, so you ran over to the Chippendales ball. I did vomit in the ball pit (laughs) came back. Right. So I leaned over and I thought I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. I can't, I can't push this hard. I'm going to quit. I'm too old to do it. And then the skipper, Matt Neary Neary, was the guy that was driving. He's like, all of you need to do better. The only one pulling any water was Marley. Wow. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, thank God I was the best one because I'm going to die. <laughs> I, but I had no interest. It was fun to do. I bought a T-shirt. Uh, it was fun to be there in the early morning okay. and then go have breakfast back when they made breakfast for the cast members. Oh. And then you'd be there for your opening shift. So it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, the second year, I didn't do it. I kind of regret not doing the second year, but we made it through. The training, so we were the first one of five years to do it. Okay, we went on our first heat and were beaten, probably beaten. Oh God, I uh, I think tried. I probably didn't do it because I was probably going to sleep around the time you guys were getting into the yeah. park to uh, yeah to canoe. It was like four thirty in the morning. Ooh. It was still dark. Um, I was calling in drunkenly at a Jungle <laughs> Cruise party when the canoe thing was happening. We've done that. You ever been at a Jungle Cruise party where you just pass the phone around? That was my favorite. Those were the best, from what I recall. Everybody's really good at pretending like they didn't just get the phone handed to them. <laughs> you would just pretend like, oh, hey, how's it going? This is Trevor. I'm calling in. Uh, calling, so, in calling in party. Give you backstory. <laughs> We'd be at a wild party and uh, you would someone would call in sick for the next day because they were too drunk. And then you would hand the phones to somebody else on the same call. Yes. I'm Bill. I won't be. I'm, I'm calling in sick. And then here's Jane. Jane's like, hi, I'm calling in sick. I can't be there. And so I know a lead. We both know a lead, former lead, uh, who went to parties just so he could rearrange schedules <laughs> that he heard who was calling in sick and he would keep a list. And he walked up to me. He's like, Hey, there, are you okay to work tomorrow morning? Can you work a shift? I didn't I'm like, know this. Yeah, it was Benny. Oh, Benny. Who we know and love I was like, can you work tomorrow? And so I'm like, this poor man was working to make sure the attraction worked oh. while he was off the clock. I'm like the dedication of Disney cast members and the lack of, Although I found out from skippers I interviewed in the 60s and 70s and 80s, if you were at a Disney party and called in sick, you would get roasted alive by your fellow cast members. Really? Yeah. It was seen as very unprofessional. Oh, interesting. You better show up and we don't care how drunk you are. And then they go to the show. There was a story of one skipper that was so drunk he could barely stand, but he had to have like a taxi drive him to work. And he was so drunk you could smell the booze on him. And so they took his name tag off him and walked him out the back of the park. His manager was like, is there a drunk skipper here? Oh, my God. Yeah, well, that wasn't the case when we were there in the early 2000s. It Just was call in. 
I'm good. Not my problem. Right. Not my monkey, not my circus. Right. All those millennials calling in sick. That's what it was. <laughs> That's why we can't have student loan forgiveness or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, oh, I think you're up. I think you're up for a, right? What? A, a subject? Yes. Should I do a Disney one or a non-Disney you, one? Do my, what, whatever, whatever your heart desires. Okay. I want to do this non-Disney one. Okay. All right. What are the, what do you think are the best and most overrated tiki bars? We had a lot of tiki bars. I have a list. I keep a little list of all the tiki really? bars I've been to. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first. It's your okay. it's your uh, it's your baby. Best, I have no idea. You don't although, have any. Although I think best, like my if favorite. There's a tie for like two of your favorites. Okay, I would say uh, Trader Sam's. Okay, at Disneyland, yeah. Disneyland Hotel, absolutely one of my favorites because the bartenders there are amazing. The decor is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never. I've never even had like an okay time at Trader Sam's. I've always had like a fun, always super happy. I went. This is true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, we have a, we have, I have nothing but good memories of yes. us going to Trader Sam's every week. Uh, right. When it opened. Yes. And getting some drinks. Yes. And, uh, and talking about stuff. Yeah. 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 We were there, yeah, we were there that opening week. We didn't like it opening week. Mm-mm. No, we didn't. We didn't care for it. Well, they wouldn't, <laughs> they were a little uptight opening week. And they've loosened up. They had all these rules, what they could do and what they couldn't yeah. do. Well, can you add booze? Nope. Nope. This is the way the drinks come. Take it or leave it. And now they're like, I want the strongest drink possible. And if you order a Roy's on purpose, uh, uh, good night, ladies and gentlemen. Roy's on purpose uh, by Roy and then uh, Christian's Tropical Sunset. Those oh, are two yes. drinks that make. But Roy's on purpose. Uh, Tropical Sunset is my favorite, but it's super sweet. It's like yeah. Skittles. But Roy's on purpose is a reason to be alive and stay alive. It is. It is fantastic. <laughs> Did you see their opening? Uh, I saw Skipper Christian uh, posted about oh, their opening of the distillery and brewery. Yes. Right across uh, Angel Stadium. That's fantastic. And uh, you could buy a share for only $8,000. Oh, that's uh, all. Because uh, you can invest it. I'm like, I would invest in this. Ha-. Yeah, I don't have that kind of money. If I pay $8,000, do they, do they give me $8,000 worth of booze once I show up? Or is that I still have to pay? Oh, that Cause I'll do that up front. No, you can own forty percent of it for half a million dollars. I saw that. Oh, that's all. I didn't. I didn't have that on me. Okay. So uh, I didn't. I just but, need to get pinned under the jolly trolley. <laughs> just for a little. And then just I'll just to get money. your other leg messed up. That's right. I don't um, need two of these. There you go. Um, but his yeah, because he's he is. So, so the bartenders there are so talented. Yes, and they've got that Disney fun attitude where mm-hmm. some bartenders think they're too cool to even talk to you. Yeah. But I think the Disney element of fun and awesomeness, that's my favorite. Like if I could only go to one Tiki bar, I would choose that one. Or, um, I think it's forbidden Ireland in San Francisco. Okay. Is cause there were a bunch of that were closed when I was there. That's last the three summer. story narrow one, right? Yes. 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 That one was so good. Uh, had one of the best drinks of my life there. Really? Um, uh, you can do it like with two shots or four shots or six shots. And we went for six. And oh it my was, God. It was, from what I recall, it was great. And it just, there's no sign. There's just a green light on one side of the building and yeah. a red light on the other only side. And there's a long line of people. You're like, that must be the bar. Right. The police report told me I had a great time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I enjoy that one a lot. I have a funny story about that. We went up, that was part of our, our crawl, uh, in San Francisco when we went up and, uh, we go up there's if you haven't been then there's the there's the entry level there's a lower level and there's an upper level mm-hmm. we go up 
upper levels where it's at. It's fantastic. Yes. It's a little treehouse yes. up there. Yes. Go up. Uh, this place, if you've not been immaculately themed, wonderfully yes. lit, uh, except when we go up to the top, there's one light bulb that uh, has not become uh, a vibrant color. It is just a spotlight. It's just a white, hot spotlight ruining the ambience, uh, blasting us in the face and to the point where no one's up there because of this. So uh, we just start stacking furniture on the booth to block the light. And me being an idiot, I posted on Instagram <laughs> ah, in my story. I remember that. I tag them and I go, you know, when the light's wrong, you fix it. And I tag them. And as we were entering, uh, the owner of the place was there and he left. And I think what happened is he got on social media and saw this. And because maybe 10 minutes later, uh, one of the bartenders comes up all pissed off and goes, you know, if you see a light like that, you can just come tell us instead of posting it on Instagram like a dick. <laughs> really? I mean, he's not wrong, but wow. at the same time, like what I'm, I know the intricacies of how you operate your business. <laughs> Why don't you do a, a check before you open? You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, so we got in a little bit of trouble. That, that was a weird month. There, I, I, I don't know if uh, Jupiter was humping Mercury in retrograde or something. Mercury was definitely in retrograde. That was the same month that we got kicked out of Trader Sam's. Remember? They told uh, the the manager came up and said, uh, your time is up here. You have to leave. I've never seen that man since before or since. It was crazy. I'm not sure he was real. <laughs> so backstory. We were at a table. We, we got a reservation. We're sitting outside. We were drinking. We were having a good time. We're supposed to be there for 90 minutes. We'd been there for longer, but there were four open tables. Okay. There were, we counted yeah, at yeah. least four tables with no one sitting at them. And we ordered another rack because more people joined our table. Yeah. So we ordered another round. With a new waitress. So we closed up with the old waitress, but the new wait, the new, cause she was leaving. New waitress comes in. We order a bunch of drinks. Um, and the manager walks up. Nope, you're done. You've passed 90 minutes. You have to leave. And we're like, but we ordered drinks. Oh, they're being prepared for you to go. And we're like, we don't want them to go. No. And the waitress was livid. And I watched her pull him by the arm. They went back by the door and she was chewing him out. Did you see that? I did not. She was very angry. And she, bah, 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 and she was kept pointing at us and she was pissed. And he's like, shook his head. No. And walked away. And she's like, I'm sorry. She's like, yeah, you don't want the drinks to go. We're like, no. And she was mad. I don't understand what happened. And he left and he just decided it was. And so we went to um, Napa Rose Napa Rose, and we had drinks there with a waitress who was fantastic and great. And we had like, what, a drink each? I think so. We were drunk or loud or boisterous. No, that's the that's the weird part is normally if that occurs. Yeah, sure. I get it. Get us get us out of here. Yeah. But we had just begun our night of being boisterous and drunk and loud. Yeah. We hadn't done or said anything. And no. I think we're both self-aware enough to admit that. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he just saw us and like, nope, they're done. Like they've been here long enough. That was weird. And so there's, yeah, she, she was very angry. The waitress was clearly upset. So that's the only bummer we had, but it yeah. gave us a good story. So I'll take it as fun. Absolutely. Uh, and I think we had a Roy's on purpose. So I was probably pretty good. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I will say, all right, let's, I'll, I'll say my uh, favorites, two favorites, and then we'll talk about our least favorite okay. TV bars. Okay. Uh, I would say two favorites, uh, obviously Trader Sam's, uh, nothing but good memories there. Uh, I will say my dislike of it is that I have to go park at Disney and truck through it and yes. all that. Uh, True. They make you work for it. Bullshittery. Uh, but uh, love that place. Uh, and after going to several of the top tiki bars in our, our little trip, we went to like several up in uh, the Bay Area. We hit up Tiki Tea 
which is phenomenal. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say, uh, in my humble opinion, Strongwater is one of the top tiki bars I've ever been to. And I would hold it up to uh, any of the other top tiki bars in the U.S. Wow. Fantastic. And I'm not just saying that because I want to sing there again this December. <laughs> <laughs> it is It is in my top 10. It's an amazing bar. It's amazing. It's fantastic. My, my other, if I may add a second favorite. Yeah. Uh, it's a surprise one is the reef in Palm Springs. That one's fun. First time I went, didn't care for it. And then every other time I've been love it because it's got great food mm-hmm. and you can sit right there at the pool. Yeah. So you can have a tiki drink and be in the pool. It's got a good vibe to it. It's it's and they have a secret after hours menu. Really? And yeah. And like I went there once I found out the, a lot of the bartenders in the day don't know how to make them. So it's like the nighttime bartenders oh. are maybe a little better. Okay. So they know how to make them. Cause yeah. there was one like an Ambro, I think it was just called Ambrosia. It was really good. And the guy's like, yeah, I don't know how to make that. The later bartenders know. Hmm. And so we waited. Oh, uh, Palm Springs has that other one, uh, suffering bastard, right? Is that what it's called? No bootlegger bootlegger. <laughs> and that's, that's the name of a drink. Yeah. Uh, and my least favorite tiki bar in the world. Really? Also in Palm Springs. Oh, is it's, it, uh... it's the Tonga hut. I'll agree with that. It's awful. It is. It's if a I, terrible. If place. I could board it closed with boards and nails, I would. Tonga Hut in uh, North Hollywood, I love. I was there, what, three weeks ago. Okay. If you've never been to the Tonga Hut, the original one in the no. valley, it's fantastic. It is so retro 1950s and 60s. I. It is so cool. I think this is our first unpopular opinion. Because, uh, yeah, I will agree. Tonga Hut, Palm Springs, terrible layout. Heart Drinks talk. are meh. Meh. Uh, yeah. It's more, I think people go there just to be seen there and get their picture taken. Yes. Like, I went to the Tonga in Palm Springs. It's garbage. It's hot garbage. Uh, okay, so I guess we're on uh, the, the tiki bars. We don't like Tonga Hut's definitely on the list. Tonga Hut, Palm Springs. Let's Palm be Springs. specific. Yes. Because the other one is in my top 10. Yes. Tonga Hut, North Hollywood, top 10. Mm, and I would say, let me think about this. Oh, you know what? I, I know. I know which one. Hit me. Very unpopular opinion. Okay. Gonna, we're going to get letters. Okay. Pigeons are going to drop letters <laughs> onto the house for and this. Al's going to give us a letter. This is one of the tiki bars we went up to in San Francisco. Uh, it's a newer one, I think. Did not care for it. It's called Zombie Village. Oh. Uh, the, drinks, the drinks were nice. They were fine. Uh, it's a very narrow bar. Uh, and here's the thing. Uh, I just... The theming did not connect to me. Too many zombies? Too many. Not one zombie, actually. Oh, really? Did not see one zombie huh. floating around. All but right. what they do have is this giant uh, map of the ocean with, like, projection effects on it. Okay. But it's not tastefully done. I love a tasteful projection effect. Okay. Uh, where it's kind of subtle and enhances the thing. This is just kind of like there's just light effects and crazy shit going on all the time. And it's just uh, too much for me. Really? I, I like a good vibe. And that one's just kind of like, oh, my God, look at all the black light and all the crazy stuff we did. And look huh. at the effects that we can project onto this map. Just uh, eh, meh. OK, but that's just, you know, my little personal opinion. Yeah, I don't think that one was open when I was there. I was at the summer of 2021. So it's been a while since I've been to San okay, Francisco. Yeah, because it was still after COVID. So there were it was Pagan Isle and then the one I like, the one we both like. Yeah. Uh, which I, I'm sure neither of us know the name anymore. Because <laughs> we had such a good drink and you got in trouble on Instagram. That's right. So so just to recap, bottom of the list, Tonga Hut, 
Palm Springs. Palm Springs. And Zombie Village. Zombie Village, San Francisco. Top of the heap for me, Strong Water and Trader Sam's. Okay. Top of the heap for me, Trader Sam's at Disneyland Hotel and The Reef in Palm Springs. There you go. Yeah. So trial is out. And let us know uh, if there's one that we missed uh, that deserves more hatred or love. Yeah. I was thinking this is Disney related. Okay. It's been a hot minute since I've been on the Jungle Cruise or at Disneyland. Uh, Trader Sam's. I know they, they gave him a gift shop or whatnot. Yes. Uh, do they still do the cannibal jokes? No, you're not allowed to. What? They are not allowed to. The day they announced you can't do cannibal jokes, they released that shirt I have that you hate. Yes. Where it says hiring at the Jungle Cruise, contact your local headhunter. Oh. So like Disney marketing didn't get the memo. Yeah. That you get. They... I like a lot of the changes they did at the Jungle Cruise, but the thing I thought was weird is they decided no cannibal jokes, no any joke that relates to humans living in the jungle, you can't touch it. Interesting. Yeah, which is a weird kind of blanket statement to have done. Well, this makes me sad because I was gonna I was gonna put the uh, the call out to any, any skipper out there goes up to Trader Sam. Hey, he needs to have an eat the rich kind of joke. <gasps> yeah, isn't that would that be great? It'd be fun to go back to do those jokes just to get fired. Right. That would be just one day back. Spectacular. Just a solid five minutes of eat the rich jokes with, with Trader Sam. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, the, uh, yeah, you can't do any of those things. Um, yeah. It's just a gift shop. Hmm. And some people think the cameras are real cameras. So they'll stop and smile and pose for it. Thinking there's <laughs> pictures. It's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's not. Well, now that Chapek uh, heard this, cause heard he just money. has. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, oh my God. People expect to pay for this. Yes. Well then yes, please. Right. He, uh, I, I'm not sure, but anytime I picture Chapek, it's him in a Scrooge McDuck vault naked, uh, swimming in money. I don't want to picture him naked, but yeah, that's not, I mean, it's not my choice. Some brand, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's just what he yeah. does. And the negative things he says about guests and whatnot. You're like, well, yeah, this is why we're never going to be invited to D 23. Just this podcast right here. I mean, God willing. Right? <laughs> right? No, thank you. Uh, what was it? Uh, so I would love to hear him do eat the rich jokes. Uh, and then I also wanted to posit this. Uh, we've talked about it on the, the lounge before, but I think it's a subject that's worth revisiting. Get me. Uh, it, what rich person, if you were to eat the rich, what rich person would you want to eat? Ooh, because of their flavor or because I want them off the planet? Uh, let's do both. Let's do A, because I want them gone, or B, who would be the Wagyu steak of, uh, of billionaires? They uh, can't be too old because then they get all like tough and stringy. That's and, the trick. Yeah. Like Bill Gates would not be a no. good nope. uh, meal nope. if you're eating the rich. And a lot of the Kardashians are super rich, but you don't know where that meat's been. No, that's and you do. And if you do know, you also don't want it. That's, that's like, I, I would say the Kardashians that's, are the McDonald's of eating the rich. Uh, I'd say it was more of like a roadside grill. Oh, really? That somebody has set up where you don't know if this is legit or not. I just think they're highly processed at this point. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. And, and you don't know where any, like you don't, not sure. No one's washed their hands in yeah. a while. Uh, basically the, the Kardashians are like a Big Mac where they won't decompose. Yes, exactly. Like a Twinkie. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I remember you doing this on the, on the, on the show and I had no idea because yeah, I think, uh, somebody, I think it was Tiki vacation year, uh, said Wozniak. And I agree with this. I think he might be a delicious oh, meal. Wozniak. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. It's got some, got enough. The fat to meat ratio might be good. Yeah. 
But uh, some good marbling but then going he did the on. Us festival, so I'd let him slide. The <laughs> it's Us true. Festival, so. Uh, so yeah, and Elon Musk uh, would probably be not great. I would choose him though, just to get him out. Yes, just to be done because you might think, oh, Trump or somebody older. No, he's he's younger. He's going to cause trouble for decades. Yes, we need to get rid of him right now. He needs to go. He needs to let children feast on him. <laughs> is that a Roman holiday too? It is. Children feast on the rich. <laughs> Let's throw it back to you. Oh, can we? Can I? Pitch, can I tell everybody this idea? Yes. Um, going forward, we'll we'll be doing this show once a month. Yes, the beginning of each month, right? Uh, and we would love everybody to submit a question where we will have the listeners' question of the month. And so submit all your questions to us. Uh, you can just message it to us on Instagram. Yeah, slide, slide into our DMs. Woo. Uh, listener question or topic of the month. Yes. So, and if we choose your question, you will get a prize. That's right. Like a real prize. Next month, it's going to be a backsider water sign from Dr. Marley. How about oh, that? Oh, my goodness. There you go. A medal back. If you already have one, now you have two. Don't complain. <laughs> it's free. It's free. Give it to someone as a gift. <laughs> or bury it in the desert. What do we care? There you go. They, at very, this point, I, I, w- I would probably not. But. I did that. You did? Uh, with, ooh, I shouldn't have said that out loud because now the family's <laughs> going to be looking for them. Uh, I found uh, at Tiki Oasis, I sold some boxes that were like mug holders. They okay. Like yeah. Padded inside. And on a couple of them, the wood I found when I was out shooting in the desert, people just throw garbage out. Like I found couches and crap out there. Yeah. But I find like old wood pallets, but there was like an old dresser in a cabinet but the wood on it was beautiful but it had been smashed like people had shot it and smashed it but i found a bunch of the wood that was good quality wood it was just old and weathered mm-hmm. and so i've taken i've gone to taken like a hammer and like wrenches out there with me and pliers and i'll pull nails out and screws out it's brilliant and i take the wood home sand it finish it and some of it is like beautiful quality wood i don't know what it is i just know if it's not pine i don't know what it is that that's <laughs> For someone who works with wood a lot, my, my knowledge of said product is very bad. Um, so uh, you can tell I go to Ikea. That's pine. Um, if the lives of the people I love depended on it, for me identifying a piece of wood, yeah. they'd all be dead. Uh, mine too, unless it was pine. Unless it was pine. I'd be fine. Uh, so, I, so I got all this wood that I've made some really cool stuff out of, but I took some wood up there and like stained it, and I've like kind of buried it in the sand up there. To see how it weathers oh. is a test. Okay. I'm like, because what are the odds you're going to find random pieces of wood every time I go up right. there? Because some last couple of times I haven't. Um, yeah. So I'm testing out different weathering methods okay. of really. And I got the idea from visiting a friend who works at Imagineering. Oh, really? That they have a wall and there's just stuff sitting on it. And like there was a guy painting just a really small section. I'm like, what is this? What is this? It looks like chaos. Like, oh, it's a new paint. And he's seeing how well it handles. Oh. And some of these things are just like, this is a fiberglass body that they just leave here and it will stay in the parking lot for years just to see how long it will last. That's crazy. Yeah. And so they have like wall treatments that look like rock or stone. And so it's all these random different elements yeah. in this one area where it gets direct sunlight all day in hmm. like Glendale. And it's there just to see how it weathers. And I went, that is freaking brilliant. That is, that is Disney magic right there. All right. So, so what was, uh, what was your, to- forgive me. Did you already say your topic? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Cause I was complaining about it. It was about, um, Disney parks to, f- uh, trips, big Disney trips to Florida. And have they been absolutely ruined? Oh, and by my statement, I'm implying yes. <laughs> and let me just, let me give you some background, please. Before COVID in the before times, 
uh, I had saved up about six or seven grand to take my family to Florida. We were going to, we had it all planned out. We were going to spend a couple nights at the Polynesian, mm-hmm. like two nights, two nights at like a regular lower, like a lower budget hotel. And then two nights at the animal kingdom lodge. Oh my God. So I'm like, we're going to, I'm going top flight with the bus that picks you up and takes you there. I got the airfare. I was like, we're going to go all out. And my wife and I got one of our rare big arguments about it. And, and I'm like, we got to go now. It's February. It's the time of year you go. It's going to be fantastic. I say to them, like, no, we, we can't afford it. We should spend the money on this and that. And But we can go later in the year. And I'm like, we should really go now because later in the year is hurricane season. Mm-hmm. February, January, great time to go. If you're listening to this, it's the worst time to go. So don't go. Um, <laughs> but it's the best time of year to go to Florida. And uh, it was going to be fantastic. And uh, I let her win the fight. I just should have booked it and gone. Uh, but so we didn't go because then COVID hit and everything was shut down. Yeah. So two years later, I go to book it $11,000 and it includes less stuff. What? So the prices of all the hotels have skyrocketed. The price for the parks have gone up. Then they want you to get, you know, I, I'm not getting the genie plus and whatever. I, I will, I will burn in hell before I buy any of that nonsense. <laughs> Here's fast pass used to be free. Now we're charging you for it. Last time I went to the park, I saw so many people just staring at their phones and looking for the next ride or the next thing. I'm like, you're supposed to be enjoying this environment, not staring at your phone. Like you're in your living room. Genie plus. And I'm sure we can, we can dive into it on a different podcast uh, episode, but yeah, the thing is just horrific and people love it. Lightning lane. Ugh. And uh, so we can, we can, let's like, we can set it for another topic. So over uh, is about 11 grand and it doesn't include like, you don't get the magic band sent to you for free anymore. Like you got to pay for those. And you don't get the free bus that takes you from the airport to the hotel. Like I have my girls, we're going to get these magic bands and they give you these ribbons to put on your luggage and they take it right to your hotel room. Now Disney doesn't do any of that. So I thought, why not take this money and go somewhere like Europe or go somewhere? Absolutely. And so we canceled the tour. Like we're not going to Florida because it's been the prices. It got to the point where it was just cheaper to go somewhere else can you imagine what 11 grand could do in hawaii or italy or somewhere else right It'd be phenomenal you could get like a village in italy for one grand that's right so you can buy a couple houses you could buy several houses so i'm like why why spend the money turns out life showed up and we had bills to pay so that went all the money so i don't <laughs> i have no money sitting anywhere anymore unfortunately thank you covid but uh yeah i'm like why i don't even want to try to come up with that much cash to go there again. No, that's crazy. So I, I feel like you and I went at like this, the last moment before COVID hit of it was reasonably wasn't too expensive. It was great. It was fantastic. I, I really enjoyed that trip. Animal kingdom is aces. Oh my God. Animal kingdom is fantastic. I love it so much. Uh, and uh, I will say uh, the best uh, attraction in Florida is the waffle house. Waffle house. Best attraction anywhere. Really? Waffle house. It really is. Uh, if, if you are listening and have not, uh, experienced the delicacy that is waffle house, mm-hmm. uh, hop in your car yep. and drive, uh, they're not in California. The nearest one to us is in Goodyear, Arizona. Okay. The one we went to. That's right. That is the closest one to us. It is a six and a half hour drive. That's not too bad. It's not until you realize you got to drive back. That's true. And then you're like, I just drove 12 hours for waffle house. Uh, the thing is, the, for the for me, the the peak Waffle House experience is going uh, late at night drunk. I've I've not done that. Oh, 
It's that beautiful. Is, that is the main Waffle House experience. It is a beautiful way to experience Waffle House. I went to one after Inouye in okay. Atlanta. I went to a couple of Waffle The first Waffle House is there in Atlanta. Oh, really? It's like a, re- it's a museum that's for some reason always closed. <laughs> um, but uh, we went to uh, Savannah, Georgia, and then went across the border into South Carolina. And there was a Waffle House there. Uh, so we stopped there and I was very giddy. We'd already been to Waffle House like three times. I was very giddy because it was the day we were flying back to California. So and I was all like, oh my God, Waffle House. And the lady, this older waitress walks up. She's like, you seem awfully excited. You, you ain't never been to Waffle House, have you, son? <laughs> and I went, no, ma'am. I was, I was at one two days ago. And she just went, huh? And, and like just walked away. I like, didn't take her order or anything. And I'm like, that is the Waffle House experience. It's not good food. It's not appealing in there. Uh, no one's nice. No, they're not overly nice. Although they seem to be nice to the locals. Okay. Uh, in my experience there. I don't know why I love it, but I love it. I like, I like Waffle House. It's, it's so good. I would. If somebody opened a Waffle House in downtown Fullerton, it's like cash and money. I would love to open up a Waffle House. Fran- it's the only franchise I would want to open right? up is a Waffle House. I think I've looked into it. Actually. I would 100% do it. Uh It'd be like printing money if you opened it in a college Printing town. drunk money. That's right. I like it that they have a big, I took my girls to the one in Arizona and it like at the front door, it has the rules, the standard of conduct. My girl's like, what, it, what is this here for? My older girl goes, it's because drunk people, huh? I'm like, yeah. In the evenings, there's a lot of drunk people. Absolutely. And they go to Waffle House to sober up. <laughs> yep. And everything's like $5. So it is not expensive. No. And made to order. What were we talking about before Waffle House? Who cares? Waffle House. <laughs> uh, Disney trips and how I feel like flying, going to Florida has just been, that whole experience has just been ruined by Disney. I wonder if we're uh, warped, if we're skewed because we are like literally a mile away from Disneyland. Like if we didn't have a Disney park right by us. Oh, that's how they get them. Yeah. Yeah. That For people, they save up. This is their big trip. Or going to Disney World. Yeah. That's where, remember when we worked at the park, you would see people that would lose their minds because they'd spent all this money on this one day. That's crazy. And they're like, you you have to make this ride work. They would get so, I got to be an area greeter where I got oh. to go to different, it was fun. I, I was excited to do it. Uh, when they say, yeah, you're, you'll be in charge of solving problems. And I told my wife and she laughed. She goes, honey, you just like to cause problems. You don't know how to solve anything. <laughs> but I did. Um, and it was amazing how angry people would get that a ride would break down. Because I worked at Jungle. Nobody cared if Jungle broke down. They're like, yeah. oh, is this, is this a ride? You're like, yes, and we're not open. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come back later. The, the amount of pressure that a family of four must have is astronomical, especially if you're like a middle class, uh, blue collar. You, you're not rich. You saved up for years to come to this. Yeah. Good God. I can't imagine that pressure. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it, this is your big day to go and see all these things that you can, you can, it's always the dads you could tell. Like yeah. they're a little upset, but that was the funny thing of being an area greeter. There was a day I was by big thunder and I saw these two women they had to be like in their mid twenties and they're looking at a map and I can, they were like, they weren't arguing, but you could see they weren't happy. So I walked up to them. I'm like, ladies, how can I help you? And they went, well, we went on this ride. It was broken. That way it was broken. And every line is really long and, and we're just retired. And it's just, Cause I knew a lot of rides had broken down that day. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what ride do you want to go on? Well, it doesn't matter. Cause you know, the line, I go, no, the lines for you are now irrelevant. What ride do you want to go on? They're like, I forget what they said. Oh, they want to go on splash mountain. Okay. Like, the lines might go, no, you want to go on splash mountain? We're going right now. 
And I said, follow me. And we walked to Splash Mountain. I walked him up the back and I'm like, put these ladies on the ride. And they were just stunned. Uh. And then I gave him a ticket. I go here, this is a fast pass to get you on any ride you want. Take it to take it to Space Mountain. You'll walk up the exit. So you don't wait in line. They have a magical day. And the women, their whole attitude, it was to me, one of my best moments at Disneyland. Cause I took these people that were bummed and angry. Yeah. Didn't cost the company a dime. And suddenly these women were just giddy and having the day, the best day. That's fantastic. Yeah. I remember, uh, the the no strings attached books. That's what I had. I had a no strings attached. I had had one in my pocket. I I may or may not have taken a couple of books of those as I left (laughs) jungle cruise. And so for, for years, allegedly, uh, I, uh, would just, and here's, here's the, the fun part. We'd go into the park, uh, my ID, I kept my ID and I uh, had a, a connection that uh-huh. would continually give me the, oh, yeah. the latest year sticker. Mm-hmm. So for about 10 years, probably after I left the park, I had an annual pass by way of just my ID. Uh-huh. Uh, it got a little sketchy towards the end because I was like 105 pounds when I worked at Disneyland <laughs> or something. And then clearly I had aged and <laughs> yeah, but all right. So we'd go into the park. And we used the no strings attached to always get meals. And like, if I saw a shirt at the Adventureland Bazaar, I wow, liked, I, I would no just, idea. oh yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, uh, my favorite thing was, uh, you'd go get a meal. And my favorite at the time was, uh, the Riverbell Terrace had this fantastic salmon. They don't have any more, uh, but it was really, really good. And so I would always just, uh, fill in what I wanted, like a dinner, yeah. uh, Riverbell Terrace, blah, 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 however it worked. And I'd go up and I'd say, hey, um, and this was always my excuse and it always worked. Hey, uh, I ate at a pizza port and it was terrible. And this lovely cast member gave me this little ticket and said uh, that I could use it to get a good meal here. And nobody questioned it whatsoever. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Pizza port? Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Uh, yeah. It's fantastic. We overtrained. If you saw no strings attached, it means that person had just had a horrible experience and my horrible experience is always eating pizza at red rockets pizza Port, <laughs> which i huh, i like their pasta what does that say about me um we had a couple come up wanted to use it on the jungle cruise and we wouldn't let them really they're like we want to use it to go on jungle cruise we're like nope just get on the ride and <laughs> right. I, I remember the guy tried to hand it to me i'm like put that back in your pocket good sir use that for like i said use it for for like you know, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder. Do not use it on the jungle. Well, we don't want to go. Like, no, there you go, sir. And he's like, he was so excited. I'm like, this is too valuable to be wasted on the jungle. Why would you use it on the jungle? Like, he, you have any wish you want? I'd like some McDonald's. I guess I don't know. He had no idea. <laughs> but there was a time where there was a couple. Something had happened at at Indy. We fixed the problem, but I don't have a no strings attached. Can you go over there and just hook them up? Any restaurant they want to go, anything they want. Yeah, Blue Bayou. Hook them up. And I'm like, so I don't know what happened to them, but it was like a dad and the mom and the kids. And they were just like, something had happened. And I'm like, so where do you want to go eat? How about the Blue Bayou? That'd be a great restaurant. No, it's too crowded. I said, you don't have to worry about that. He's like, well, well, when is it available? I said, you also don't have to worry about that. I go, tell me when you want to go to the Blue Bayou, show up there and you'll be, you'll get service. Yeah. Okay. How about six? I'm like six o'clock. And I shook their hand and I said, this card will be waiting for you there. Like, okay, thank you. Thank you. And I went to the Blue Bayou. I said, yeah, okay, no strings attached. We need a couple, uh, four people at six. And I want them to be sitting on the water. Ooh. And they're like, oh, okay. And they just erased somebody. <laughs> and they're like, all right, we'll put them at the water at six o'clock. Because it was no strings attached. It was like, okay, everybody knew. Oh, something bad happened yeah. to these people. 
we're going to fix it. God, I wonder, I, do you ever know? I wonder what happened to that poor couple that got erased. What if it was like a, <laughs> what if it was a marriage proposal or something? I don't know. That's how I got my job at Jungle Cruise in 96. Really? Uh, I kept wanting to get, to get trained and they wouldn't do it. I was working indie guest control. And finally, I just was talking to the right person. And he's like, we're going to get you on Jungle. And he was the lead for just guest control at Indian. He walked me over to behind the, the in-between where they did scheduling then. Yeah. And he's like, get this guy in jungle. And the guy's like every weekend is booked for the entire summer. We're training people every week. There's not a spot. And the guy goes, get rid of that guy. And he's pointed to a name oh, and the guy goes, okay. And I watched him move the mouse and just deleted the guy's name and said, what's your name? And he typed in my name. All right. It was the schedule that came out the next day. And I'm like, this poor guy was going to go to jungle. And he didn't get it because of me. But I also thought, yeah, if I had to choose between me or you, I'm going to Jungle, not that, you. That's his villain origin story. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the backstory of Syndrome. Uh, years later, I thought I should have memorized that guy's name. Right? Just like, look him up. I couldn't I couldn't really see the whole name, but I just watched the little cursor just go boop, 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 delete. And then he just has, he has a tattoo of you over his back. <laughs> Like pictures of you on his wall. It's going to show up one day. He sits there like and goes, Skipper stories. <laughs> Skipper stories. That should have been me. Should have been my books. <laughs> the Skipper show should have been mine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've, I've, I've thought about it every once in a while. I'm like that guy had a completely different life because, because of you, because this manager walked me in and said, this guy should be a skipper. Isn't that wild? Yeah. One little thing. Yep. The butterfly effect. Is that what that is? Right. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't read a lot. So I, don't know <laughs> I just read Latin because I don't know about juvenilia. And Roman holidays. Uh, that, I mean, that's uh, well, that's all I got. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. Well, hey, I guess I, that's all we got. The first episode. Yeah. I think a successful arousing first. Uh, I, I went to say rousing, not a rousing, but maybe it did that maybe, for you too. Maybe it did. Hey, baby. I, as the close, we get closer to the mic. You listen to this podcast. It turns into an ASMR. That's pretty hot. <laughs> Do you like to listen to a podcast? Welcome maybe? to the jungle. Thank you for joining us. Uh, stay tuned. The first of every month, we'll be dropping one of these episodes. And we're also going to be on what? What's that one called? Speaking of Disney podcast. The Sweep Spot. We're going to be on the Sweep Spot the soon. The Sweep Spot. We're filming it or recording it next week. So it should be out sometime after that. So mid-September. I think. And there will be 100% less Roman talk and 100% yes. less uh, ASMR kink. Oh, no. We're going to bring that in. Oh, we're going to bring that in? Just, okay. When we, when we start the recording, let's all three of us just talk. Like this, just the whole time, and say, "No, this is how we speak all the time." I don't know if you've listened to our podcast, but <laughs> this is this is what we do until I laugh <laughs> like an idiot and ruin the ruin the moment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so stay tuned. Top of every month, we're going to be dropping another Jungle uh, podcast. Be sure to slide into one of our DMs, the TK Room or Doctor Skipper Marley. That's right. Yep, Doc. the TK Room or Doctor Skipper Marley with your uh, topic or question of the month. One of you. We'll be winning a lovely, lovely prize from Dr. Skipper. He just has to dig it up out of the desert. Uh, uh, so I guess that's it. Uh, Dave, if you want to shut us down. Attention in the jungle. All light, sound, and animation to be shut off immediately. <laughs>